Macworld Podcast, number 19, special edition, January 6th, 2006. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Macworld Podcast, and a very happy new year to you. Once again, I'm your host, Saruz Faravar. Today, we're going to be just focusing on the Consumer Electronics Show, popularly known in the industry as CES. This is the largest trade show that focuses on consumer electronics, as it says in the name. And we've got our own senior news editor, Jonathan Seff, who is out in Las Vegas where this conference is taking place. And we're going to cut to an interview that I did with him in a few minutes to talk to him about all the neat stuff that he's been seeing on out there, ranging from new iPod gear to new drives from iOmega and even a taser. And we'll get to that in just a few moments. First, I just wanted to remind you that next week is the beginning of Macworld Expo. It starts right here in San Francisco. We're going to have live coverage all week right here at Macworld.com. So make sure to check out our website for that. We're also going to have podcasts every day from Tuesday to Friday. We're also going to have some video content available as well. And you can find that all of that, again, at Macworld.com. I also wanted to tell you about... A couple new things that we're having uh, this year in 2006. The first is our new blog called MacUser.com. For those of you who followed the Mac industry for a couple of years, you probably remember the old magazine called MacUser. Well, the parent company of Macworld, IDG, bought MacUser several years back, and so the ma- and the magazine has sort of ceased to exist for a while. However, we've reprised the name MacUser. And we're turning it into a blog, so we're going to be featuring all kinds of new news and just, you know, geeky stuff and and all kinds of, you know, interesting things that we find from around the web. So you can check that out at MacUser.com. Of course, we'll have all these links up in the show notes as well, so don't worry about that. The other thing I wanted to mention was a little side project of mine that I spent the last few days putting together. Uh, This is a new thing called Macworld Eats. Macworld Eats is a project that... I put together, which is an iPod database of restaurants and various eateries around the Bay Area focused on the area immediately around Moscone Center in an area of San Francisco here known as South of Market or SOMA. This was inspired by our good friends over at Slice. Uh, The website is sliceny.com and Adam Kubin, who runs that, he put together back in 2004 a iPod field guide, as he put it, to New York pizzerias, and they did a great job, and I thought it was such a cool idea that I wanted to put one together of my favorite places to eat here in San Francisco. So that will be available on the Macworld Expo blog, which will be linked at macworld.com starting later this week. Make sure and check macworld.com for all of that information. And if you're coming to Macworld, please do download Macworld Eats and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you if there's anything that I left out or anything else like that. All right, so now we're going to cut to our interview with Jonathan Seff, Senior News Editor of Macworld, for his report from the Consumer Electronics Show 2006 in Las Vegas. How you doing, John? Good, sir. How are you? Good. You enjoying Vegas? Yeah, it's a crazy time here. Lots of people. (laughs) All right, well, tell us about some of the stuff that you've seen. You were talking about how there's been uh, lots of new iPod gear. Tell us about it. Yeah, there's been uh, there's been lots of stuff uh, for the iPod, and there's also lots of 
kind of iPod knockoffs. You see lots of uh, uh, other products out there that kind of look like them. Uh, my, my favorite actually was Creative has their new MP3 player that does video and uh, pictures, and they were actually making a direct comparison to the iPod and basically saying why theirs is better. The funny thing is you look at the menus and stuff, it looks like they've just copied Apple's iPod, which is kind of funny. But um, as far as actual iPod products out there, um, I'll think Lansing has come out with a couple new products. You know, they have their IM series. Uh, now they're up to IM9 and IM11 uh, mobile speakers for the iPod. The IM in motion, uh, IM9 is $200 black case and it's rubberized and it's actually meant um, for going outside. It's splash and shock resistant and there's like a retractable dock that you put the iPod into and it kind of seals itself in there and it's it's really meant for, you know, taking it out and, and it's okay if it gets a little dirty or gets a little wet. That's pretty cool. Do you get a chance to actually, you know, put your hands on these things and, and test them out? Yeah, well, you know, um, we saw a couple of these products um, uh, the other night at the Digital Experience, which is a press event, the night before the show starts. And there you can actually see and hear things because on the show floor it's impossible. There's so much going on, so many people, so many booths competing for sound and space. Um, so we were actually able to see a few of these things in person and try them out. And, you know, the sound of it, uh, sound was pretty good on this. They have another one, the IM11, which is $100. Uh, speaker and it's their it's their lowest price um, iPod speaker that they've made and they've made a bunch of these before so it doesn't come with a remote control um, you know it's just for docking the iPod and it charges it and it's just a portable speaker system. What have been some of your favorites that you've seen so far? Anything that's really sort of you know been surprising to you that you thought was particularly interesting this year? Uh, favorite iPod product or anything? Um. Well, there were a couple things that I, I saw today, actually, on the show floor that were kind of interesting. Um, Jabra, they make the uh, Bluetooth headsets for cell phones, um, have come out with a new one, the JX10, which is this really small, stylish um, you know, piece of hardware. It's, it's silver, and it doesn't even look like a headset. You know, it's actually some design went into it, which is a pretty unique thing uh, when it comes to uh, headsets and Bluetooth headsets uh, in particular. Um, you know, it's uh, six hours of talk time or 200 hours of standby, which is pretty good. It has digital signal processing to adjust the volume automatically to match the calling environment. So if it's loud or quiet outside, it adjusts it for you. Um, and the other nice thing is, unlike some of the other products, you can actually charge it via USB from a computer. So you don't need to bring an extra um, charger, AC adapter to keep this charged. So it comes with that capability and that cable standard? Yeah, it comes with the uh, USB cable um, that plugs into the, sa- the little base that it comes with. Um, and that, that goes for $179, and they're selling that now. Um, on the even higher end, um, Shore that makes really nice uh, in-ear you know, earphones for uh, listening to music and for iPods. Um, they have their E-series of uh, earphones. Well, they just came out with the E500. Um, they call it the E500 sound isolating earphones. And um, it 
blocks, they say, between 30 and 37 decibels of outside noise, and it has three high-definition audio drivers, uh, one tweeter and two woofers, so you get really accurate audio reproduction. Um, and the other cool thing is it comes with this little accessory called the push-to-hear control uh, switch, and basically it lets you mute your music um, so you can hear what's going on around you because it has uh, a microphone on the outside. So let's say you're walking down the street and you think uh, someone's behind you or uh, someone says hello to you. You can press a button on this and it'll mute your music and it'll amplify the outside sounds so you can talk and listen to what's going on without actually taking the earphones out of your ears. So they're little like earbuds? The the uh, the he- earphones themselves are, um, you know, similar to their other uh, E series, the E two C, E three C, four C, and five C, um, similar size and shape. Um, but then this add on is a little thing that um, connects to the cable. Um, it's a fifty nine dollar extra for the other models, but it comes with this four hundred ninety nine uh, dollar earphone that's going to be available in May. Mm-hmm. Great. Have you seen any other Mac-related products, like for laptops or desktops, that aren't really iPod or audio-focused? Uh, iOmega had a bunch of cool new products. Uh, one of them was a combination hard drive and USB and FireWire hub that's designed to go with a Mac Mini. So um, it's the same size, shape, and uh, coloring as the Mac Mini. And so you can stack it, you know, stack the Mac Mini on top of it. Um, for 160 gigabytes of storage, um, you're spending $200, and for 250 gigs, you're spending 250 bucks. But you also get three USB 2.0 ports and three FireWire 400 ports. And it's also smart enough that you don't have to turn it on and off. When you power the Mac Mini up or down, it actually turns itself on or off. That seems pretty cool. Did you get a chance to try these out, or you just... Uh, some of them I got a chance to try out. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got a chance to um, play with uh, some new cameras, digital cameras that HP has coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're rolling out seven new digital cameras in the next several months. Um, the coolest one is their top of the line, CHP PhotoSmart R927. It's an 8.2 megapixel camera with a huge 3-inch LCD on the back. Wow. And and a nice 3x optical zoom. Um it's only three ninety nine, three hundred ninety nine bucks for an uh, eight point two megapixel camera, um, and it has automatic in camera red eye removal, which is really cool. Um, so you can either have it automatically, you know, look for red eye and take it out of your pictures, or you can go in after you've taken a picture and turn on the red eye feature, and it will go through and try to remove it for you. Um, it also has uh, effects and borders that you can add to the photos on the camera and the best part about it is that um, it when you add these things it creates a duplicate of the file so your original file your original picture isn't uh, touched or destroyed in any way well that seems like a pretty smart feature to have yeah and uh, that's going to be coming out in March um, and they, they also have a, uh, an optional wireless dock base that lets you uh, share your photos using a wireless network so um, unlike some of the cameras uh, that are coming out now that have Wi-Fi built into them, uh, which are basically made so you could take a picture 
while you're near your computer and have it send to the computer. This is so when you come back home after taking pictures, you can dock it in this and then um, wirelessly send them to your computer or uh, send them to the TV to view and everything. Very cool. So is there anything that you're going to come home with or you know that you're going to buy as soon as you get back? Well, the favorite thing I saw today um, was from Taser International, the people that make the Taser stuff. <laughs> they were showing off the Taser X26C. It's this futuristic-looking, I won't call it a gun because it's not, but um, I would say it's a means of self-defense that sends 50,000 volts into a the attacker. And the marketing materials proudly say that it's legal to carry, concealed or otherwise, in 43 states. Um, but just don't plan on using it to stun a mugger in Manhattan or take down a carjacker in Providence because uh, New York and Rhode Island are some of the, the states that don't allow you to carry it around. Um, but it's it's $1,000, but, you know, for peace of mind, you know, how can you put a price tag on that? <laughs> well, I'm sure that, you know, they'll let, did they let you demo this? Uh, they had a truck on the floor and I don't I didn't even want to know what they were doing inside there. I was worried if I went inside there they might say, hey, you want to see what 50,000 volts feels like? <laughs> so I just took some uh, press material and kept going. Well, that's probably the safest option. I think so. Alright, well thanks so much, John Seff, and enjoy the rest of the show and, and the rest of the week out there in Las Vegas and have a safe trip home. Thanks, there's a lot more stuff to see so uh, hopefully we'll have some more cool stuff to talk about when uh, I get back. Alright, sounds good. Thanks again, John. Bye. Okay, bye. Well, that wraps up show number 19. Uh, hope you will catch us all next week, as I said before, for our coverage of Macworld Expo. This is the biggest Mac event of the year. There's all kinds of rumors about what Apple is going to announce next, what products are going to be revealed, all that kind of stuff. We will have all the coverage for you if you can't make it. Also, if you are going to be coming to the show, please do come say hi. If you see me on the show floor, if you're going to be attending one of the Macworld live sessions, I'll be the one with the microphone and the big headphones. So come, ta- come say hi. We'd love to meet, meet some of you. Signing off from San Francisco, this is Sarus Faravar for the Macworld Podcast. <laughs>